Hey, sports fans, what's going on? It's your boy Antoine Smithy Smith. Smithy Sports Machine. I'm going to switch it up for a little bit for episode 11. I always give y'all my weekly predictions, fantasy players to watch. I'm going to still do that. But I'm going to add in a little flavor because of the NFL deadline, trade deadline just passed. And a lot of trades were, you know, for you know foreseen but it's a couple of <laughs> a couple of trades that didn't happen that should have happened but before I start ranting I want to thank y'all for joining me because uh without no listeners there will be no me and no podcast so I always like to think you know the fan thank the fans for supporting me because fans of life, man. You got to have somebody to debate with. You got to have somebody else's point of view. And that's why I like to speak to y'all. Because I know I don't always say everything was what's right. But I try to. <laughs> because they're my thoughts. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Trade deadline happened. And there was some crazy trades. And I'm going to start them off like this. The Jacksonville Jaguars trade former first-round pick Dante Fowler to the Rams for a third-round pick next year and a fifth-round pick the season after. We knew it was all coming. Uh, Fowler had, you know, a lot of troubles off the field with his baby mamas, if y'all remember that. And also, he's in the contract year, and I didn't see, you know, him return to Jacksonville. So they did the smart thing, you know, and let him go. They got something in return that they probably can use with that third round pick next year. Probably find his replacement. If not his replacement, Blake Borders' replacement. And I'm not saying that to be funny. But, yes. Dante Fowler is with the Rams. And that's something the Rams desperately needed with that defensive end after trading Robert Quinn in the offseason. Uh, Dante Fowler fits right in alongside Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue. So, uh, We'll see how it takes that round defense to the next level. Detroit Lions trade Golden Tate to the Eagles for a third-round pick. This is an awesome pickup for the Eagles. Uh, They definitely need a slot receiver. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, he's been off and on this year. Uh, And Carson Wentz has mostly had to depend on his two tight ends, you know, to get him him going. Because uh, they also traded Torrey Smith in the offseason. And... It really hurt them, and you can see it, you know, you can see it. Uh, Carson Wentz is easing back into his old self, but I think Golden Tate, with his playmaking ability, takes that offense to the next level. And he's a good screen player, and it helps, you know, build their running game a little bit. So, it was a great trade for the Eagles, and an even better pickup for the Lions, who needed that third-round pick because they're going through a slight rebuild process in Detroit. Demarius Thomas traded to Houston for a fourth-round pick, and they're both going to swap seven-round picks next year. I actually love this deal. Texans lost Will Fuller for the season with a torn ACL. Thomas steps right in. Boom. Offense still going. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, you know, later on. This was the perfect spot for Le'Veon Bell. Could you imagine 
Le'Veon Bell going to Houston with Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, who's one of the best receivers in the league, uh, Demarius Thomas, and I would still keep Lamar Miller. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that big four in Houston? Man, that would be nice. But, like I said, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the show. The Redskins take Ha Ha Clinton Dix off the hands of the Green Bay Packers for a fourth round pick. A lot of people were surprised by this pick, but I wasn't. Because um, Ha Ha Clinton Dix said he didn't see himself going back to Green Bay. So, they didn't have a choice but to trade him or lose him for free. They get a fourth round pick, and I hope they spend it on defense because uh, those linebackers they have their run stoppers and not covered linebackers, and they definitely need one. That is the only way that that defense will survive. Uh, Clint Dick started his career off in Washington. Now he moves up north to Green Bay. So I'm sorry, he moves up west to uh, I'm sorry, east to Washington. Uh, Washington front seven has been playing lights out lately. So, adding Dix to the mix, hey, it is what it is, man. Watch that defense take off and uh, continue to stay on top of that NFC East. Y'all better watch out for the Redskins, man, I'm telling you. And what's funny, they're being led by veterans like Adrian Peterson, Alex Smith, and a class of others. So, like I said, oh, and I forgot Vernon Davis. He's still in Washington. So, um, hey, I better watch out for them Redskins, man. That's all I got to say. They got the perfect mix of young young talent and veterans. Uh, Ty Montgomery was traded from the Ravens. I'm sorry, from the Packers to the Ravens for a seventh-round pick in 2020. If this is a pettiness at its finest, I don't know what it is. <laughs> he fumbled that kick at uh, that return last week, and I knew it was lights out after that. He really has nowhere else to play. You know, running back, they have two young running backs in Jones and Williams, uh, who have that solidified right now. And they couldn't use him in the slot receiver because they got Randall Cobb and uh, a couple of rookie wide receivers that are playing very good right now. So it wasn't a spot for Ty Montgomery no more. So he was special teams. He was a liability. Seventh round pick in 2020. Come on, man. That's petty. Petty as it gets. Wide receiver Terrell Price signs a contract with the Buffalo Bills. They can use anybody right now because uh, I'll be playing, playing quarterback there soon. I'm just saying. Seattle Seahawks released veteran wide receiver Brandon Marshall. I seen that coming because he wasn't contributing. Uh, maybe he can go to a team like Dallas and, uh, hey, they need it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Giants rookie quarterback Kyle Laletta arrested for eluding police and resisting arrest on his way to practice. Dude, you mean to tell me you're going to mess up right when the time when you about to get looked at and Eli Man about to get kicked out the door? Now both of y'all might get kicked out together, I'm just saying. Got to make smarter decisions, never argue with the police, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Raiders cornerback Dominic Roger Cromartie announces his retirement after 11 seasons in the NFL. He's a former 16 overall pick in 2008 by the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Rodgers Cromartie had 30 career interceptions and 6 career defensive touchdowns. 
I just want to say, man, I enjoyed watching you play, man. One of the fastest cornerbacks that I have ever seen. Next to Dion, next to Dabba Green. Players like that. But DRC, enjoy retirement, man. Like I said, I enjoyed watching you play. And may God bless you, man, during your retirement. And that is my trade deadline thoughts. I will be back with the usual. My picks, my predictions, and my fantasy players to watch. I'll catch y'all in a couple of minutes. Peace. Y'all know how I do it each week with my uh, picks, fantasy players to watch for Thursday night, Sunday games, and primetime games. I like to get my input on all the games because sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong, and I like to see if I'm right or wrong. But like I always say, man, thank y'all for joining me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say that enough. But let's get to going with these uh, picks, fantasy players to watch. And we're going to start it off in San Francisco Thursday night. Man, this game might be awful, but hey, I'm going to watch it anyway. Because I'm a sports fanatic. Now, we know, we know both of these teams are headed for rock bottom. Headed for a top 10, well, top 5 pick. I'm going to go even lower, top 3 pick. So, it's the race to see who's going to lose the most. We're going to be in San Francisco, like I said. 49ers are struggling. Raiders are struggling. But I think the Raiders had the advantage in this one with David Carr and their offense. Yes, both defenses are bad. So you might see a lot of scoring in this game, actually. But I'm going to take the Raiders 23-17. I think Derek Carr can get 300 yards this game. Without Amari Cooper, I don't. I'm just throwing it out there. 300 yards because it's the 49ers defense. Two touchdowns. And look for the fantasy player to watch. Since they lost Amari Cooper, I'm going to go with Jared Cook, the tight end. I think he gets 115 yards. Maybe two touchdowns. He might catch both touchdowns. But this game will be awful. Uh, Trust me on that. Falcons and Redskins in Washington. Falcons on a two-game losing streak, and the Redskins are real hot with that defense. They just got ha-ha Clinton Dix. Like I said earlier in the show, this is going to make their defense even better. Falcons have to win this game to stay, to keep their foot in the playoff race. I'm sorry. And the Redskins look to keep rolling. I'm going to go with the hometown team, even though this game is scary. But I think they can outscore the Redskins. Their defense might not be up to par, but I think they can outscore the rest. So, I'm going to go Atlanta, 30. Washington, 27. Falcons by a field goal. My fantasy player to watch in this game for Atlanta, I would have to say Calvin Ridley. He hasn't scored a touchdown in a couple of weeks, and he's due. Now, for the Redskins, fantasy player to watch, even though I'm picking the Falcons to win, I'm going to say Adrian Peterson. He had 140-plus yards last week. So, against a Falcons defense that's 
you know, lacking against the run, I think Adrian Peterson is a player to watch in this game also. Maybe 100 yards, two touchdowns also. So, um, Calvin Ridley, 80 yards, one touchdown for the Falcons. Lions and Vikings, Minnesota. Lions lost to Seattle last week. Looked pretty terrible doing it. Uh, they lost their top receiver in Golden Tate. So, they too are looking to rebuild. And they're in Minnesota, which uh, makes me sway toward the Vikings, even though the Vikings lost at home against the Saints last week. I think they pick it up against the Lions because the Lions are suffering uh, some catastrophic injuries as well. So, I'm going to take the Vikings in Minnesota, and I'll take them 24. I'll up it a little bit. I'll go 28-21 because the Lions can put up points, but they can't stop nobody. So, 28-21 Vikings. My player to watch this one is Latavius Murray. I think Latavius Murray has played well uh, in the absence of Dalvin Cook. And I'll go Latavius Murray, 75 yards and two touchdowns in this one. Yes, they have Alan, Alan Thie- Adam Thielen, but I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. Steelers and Ravens. Y'all know this is going to be a slobber knocker, so why even talk about it? It's going to be Antonio Brown and those wide receivers against the Ravens secondary. That's key matchup in this one. That's all you need to look at. Because both teams are going to try to run the ball. But whichever team passes the best, take this game. It's in Baltimore. But I'm going to take the Steelers because of being Roethlisberger. I'm going to take the Steelers. 17-14. In this one. Low scoring the fans always. And I probably should go lower, but I go 17-14. Uh, my player to watch in this one is James Carter Steelers running back. He's been pl- very, playing very well. Kind of makes you forget about Le'Veon Bill. But uh, I'm not going to go there. James Conner, I will give him 80 yards. And he might score two, both rushing touchdowns because uh, – I think, like I said, I think this is going to be a game that's won on the ground. Next game, Chiefs and Browns in Cleveland. This game right here could be tricky. Greg Williams takes over after Hugh Jackson has been fired by Cleveland. So, uh, it's tricky, man. I just, I'll go with uh, Kansas City. Even though I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland takes this game. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs in this one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, probably will have a good day because uh, he has 26 touchdown passes already. And the season is only halfway over. So, he's on pace for 52 touchdowns, which is three short of the record. But, trust me, it could get to 55 real fast. I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one, like I said. I'll take the Chiefs 30-20 in Cleveland. Patrick Mahomes, 400 yards, three touchdowns. Yes, that's right, I said it, 400 yards, three touchdowns. Jets and Dolphins in Miami. Always a good game here. The Jets are struggling right now, and so are the Dolphins. The Dolphins got off to a hot start, but have cooled off. They're in Miami, which is why I'm going to take the Dolphins. The 
Jets uh, with Sam Darnold. He just hasn't played well on the road. And playing in Miami, which is tough, I'm going to take the Dolphins. This is going to be a low-scoring game also. I'll take the Dolphins 13-10 because I think both defenses will step up to the test. Fantasy player to watch for the Dolphins, Kenyon Drake. One of, the, one of the most underrated running backs in the league. He can do it running and, and receiving. Just ask my boy Andrew Moore. Big Dolphins fan. And um, Kenyon Drake will probably, I will give him, I'll give him 100 yards. And probably one touchdown. But don't be surprised if one of these defenses score a defensive touchdown because you know they're stacked next game Bears at the Bills Bears should have a field day in this one Uh, Bills are struggling at quarterback and struggling to score and with a guy like Khalil Mack leading your defense what more could you ask for than a matchup like this Yes, it's tough to play in Buffalo, and yes, things happen because they beat Minnesota earlier this year. So, uh, the Bills going to come to play. But I think the Bears have too much talent on both sides of the ball. And uh, I'm going to pick the Bears in this one. Uh, 23-13. Fantasy player to watch. I always say uh, Jay Howard, but I'm going to go Tariq Cohen. That dude is dynamic on all sides of the ball. I'll give Tariq Cohen 50 yards receiving, 70 yards rushing, and probably one touchdown. And don't forget, he can do it on special teams too. So, Tariq Cohen is my player to watch in that game. Uh, Buccaneers and Panthers. This game is going to get ugly real quick, folks. But... Not because Jamin Winston is not playing. It's because the Bucks' defense can't stop anybody. Yes, it's true. This might be a shootout as well. And I think the Bucks will keep it close. But the Panthers will wear them down with that run game at the end. So, I'm going to go with the Panthers on this one. I'll go with the Panthers 27-20. Yes, on the touchdown, I think the Bucks will keep it close like I said. But the Panthers will wear them down in the end. 27-20 Panthers. My player to watch this game, I'm going to get it Devin Funches. He's due for a big game, and Cam Newton needs to get him the football. So, Devin Funches is going to be my player to watch in this game. I think he gets 100 yards receiving, and a touchdown at least, if not two. But, I'm going to take Devin Funches with this one. And also look for Greg Olson, who bounced back big last week. Greg Olsen. Just don't be surprised. I know it will be either Funches or Olsen that is the player to watch in this game against that Buccaneers secondary. And those are my 1 o'clock games. Give me a couple of minutes and I'll be back with my 4 o'clock games. 4 o'clock games are always exciting. And these three this week, they will not disappoint. Trust me. I'll be right back, folks. Homemade sweet potato pie and desserts, then welcome to the Baker's Oven. 
here we make sweet potato pie just like grandma used to make. Under the direction of Mr. Kevin Baker, we use fresh sweet potatoes from Mississippi. Our decadent recipes call for the finest spices, and every pie is made with love, hand whipped from scratch. Always fresh and never frozen, you can enjoy our original sweet potato pie, or you can enjoy it with pecans, peaches, crushed pineapples, and coconut, walnut, starting at just $12. Give us a call today at 678-431-6038. Looking for delicious homemade. Uh, yeah, that's my boy Kevin Baker. Baker's oven sweet potato pies. Hey, y'all check him out, man. He's trying to do, you know, do his thing, man. I'm trying to, you know, support him any way I can. And, uh, you know, I hope him with success, you know, in his endeavors. Uh, like I said, it's the Baker's oven sweet potato pies. Uh, straight out of Covington, Georgia, Mr. Kevin Baker. And also, man, if y'all got time, you know, weeknights from set from uh nine to eleven, check out the show Kicking It with Kev the Comet, man. You know, it's real talk, man. Straight uncut, raw uncut. So, y'all check my boy out, man. So he trying to do his thing. If he ain't telling jokes, he baking pies. And uh, hey. I'm going to try to support him any way I can. But, y'all keep listening to the music, and we'll be right back. What's up, NFL fans? Y'all listen to the tunes of Michael Jackson with his Halloween classic thriller. That's not the most classic Halloween song there is. I don't know what is. Man, we miss Mike. Mike's been gone nine years, man. Almost a decade. But that music gonna last a lifetime, man. Trust me on that one. But we gonna get to these four o'clock games. It's three of them, and they're three good ones. Uh, the old, uh, old AFC West battle. Now AFC versus NFC. Seattle Seahawks, San Diego Chargers. In Seattle at Quest Field. 12th man going to be rocking in this one, man, and rightfully so because uh, this is going to be offense against defense. Chargers offense, Seahawks defense. But the key to both to this game will be which quarterback plays better. That will be the key to this game. And since they're playing in Seattle, I'm going to go with the Seahawks since they're on a bit of a roll. They found a nice running back in Chris Carson, who um, looks like, man, he might be a Pro Bowl running back this year. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. And Chris Carson going to be my player to watch. I'll give him 100 yards, one touchdown. And I think the Seahawks take this one 27-24 in Seattle. Texas and Broncos in Denver. Mile High City. Like I said, Demar- Demarius Thomas came over from the Broncos to the Texans, so he get to stay at home an extra week, finish packing. And I think he going to get his revenge in this one because uh, Broncos are having quarterback problems. Case Keenan played pretty good last week, but we don't see how long that lasts. Deshaun Watson seems like he's getting his confidence back. 
And he's back to his old self from when he got hurt last year tearing his ACL. He seems comfortable in the pocket. He's taking some hits, but he keeps on ticking. And I think he keeps on ticking in this one as well. I'm going to take the Texans in this one. I'm going to take the Texans in this one. 30-17. Yes, I said it. 30-17. Demarius Thomas gets his revenge. And I think he's, a be, he's going to be the player to watch in this one. I think Deshaun will look for him just because. <laughs> just because. And I'll give him 100, 100 yards receiving. Two touchdowns. Because uh, it's, it's just something about when you play your former team, you just get up for that game. And he knows those cornerbacks well. So look for Deshaun Watson to look for. 100 yards, two touchdowns from my boy Demarius Bebe Thomas. Former Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket right here in Atlanta. I'm going to take the Texans in that one. My game of the week. Now, I know y'all game of the week is different because that's what it says on the screen. But my game of the week, Los Angeles Rams, New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Man, this is going to be a shootout. Yes, I said it is going to be a shootout. Jared Goff, Drew Brees. Young Gun versus Veteran. But the people that are watching this game are who's going to run the ball better. Will it be the double, the two-headed monster in New Orleans with Kamara and Ingram? Or will it be that great Georgia Bulldog, Todd Gurley? Man, this is going to be a good one, man. I can't wait. Sunday in New Orleans. Y'all going to be surprised because I'm going to take the Rams in New Orleans. Yes, the Rams are still undefeated. They came close last week against Green Bay, but Green Bay couldn't pull it off. I think Jerry Goff will do like everybody else and expose that Saints secondary. And I think he sets that up with Todd Gurley. Look for a high-scoring game in this one. I'm going to take the Rams. 34-31 in New Orleans. Todd Gurley will be my player to watch in this one. I think he gets 175 total yards, three touchdowns, and gets back on track to chase down a touchdown record. 175 yards, three touchdowns total. Todd Gurley against the Saints. I hate to see it. 34-31. Rams. And hey, as a Falcons fan, we need that win. But that's my 4 o'clock game, my people. Those primetime games are next. I can't wait to tell y'all my picks when I get back. I'll be back soon. Listen to these hot tunes. Those are the Atlanta Hot Boys, the Migos. Young group out of Atlanta, up north, Lawrenceville, Georgia. Shout out from the sports machine thank y'all for tuning in man I can't say it enough I have to say it every segment man because I'm so grateful but time for those primetime games Packers and Patriots Sunday night now I said my game of the week was Rams Saints this is everybody else's game of the week Packers Patriots in Foxborough two of the best to ever do it Rodgers versus Brady 
And they haven't met in four years, which is kind of crazy. Patriots uh, rocked the Bills last week. And the Packers, like I said earlier, fell short in L.A. Aaron Rodgers' homecoming because he went to California, Berkeley out there. But it is what it is. Time to move on. I can't wait to see how the Packers' defense plays against Tom Brady because uh, their cornerbacks played pretty good last week, especially Jair Alexander back there in that secondary. I think that kid has a bright future in the NFL. But playing in Foxborough is a different type monster. No matter who you are. Sonny Michelle, you know, he's been banged up. So James White has, you know, taken most of the carries. And uh, I'm going to surprise y'all here. I'm going to go with the Packers on the road. I think Aaron Rodgers is just that dude, man. Whoever has the ball last in this game, I think pulls it out. But before we get to that point, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers on the road. I think uh, he's fired up after last week's game. So I'm going to take the Packers in Foxborough. It's going to be a shootout too. I'm going to take the Packers 35-31. My player to watch is going to be the bad man on Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a shootout, like I said. Aaron Rodgers, 365, four touchdown passes. That's right. I said four touchdown passes, 365 yards for Aaron Rodgers. And don't be surprised if Brady puts up similar numbers at home because he's been known to sling the rock also. Let's head over to the Monday night football game. Tennessee Titans at Dallas Cowboys. This game might go by quick because both of these teams are primarily dominantly running teams. And both of their quarterbacks are scramblers. So, when you run the ball like they do, it eats up clock. This could be one of the quickest games in NFL history. Nah, I'm just playing. But, the Cowboys at home, it's just not been right. They seem like they play better on the roads, which is kind of bad. But I think they pulled this one out at home against the Tennessee Titans. Sorry, Mike Patton, you my boy. But I got to take the Dallas Cowboys in this one. Macy, I hate the Cowboys. I'm going to just let you know that. But I'll take them in this one. I'll take the Cowboys in this one. 27-17. My player to watch in this game is none other than Ezekiel Elliott, running back for Dallas Cowboys. I think he gets 150 yards this game, two touchdowns. Yes, I said 150 yards. I think he is due for a big game, and this might be his breakout game. And, whew, Mike Vrabel, you just in a tough spot, dog. I just hate to see it. But those are my weekly predictions, picks, fantasy players to watch for each game. I'd like to thank y'all for always tuning in. And uh, till next time, y'all stay safe. Have a happy Halloween. And I'll see y'all next week, my people. Peace.